to The Practice of Theology. My name is Tyler Kirkpatrick, and in addition to hosting this podcast, I serve as one of the pastors of Cross Point Church in Columbus, Georgia. The Practice of Theology exists to help the local church engage theology on a deeper level and learn how it applies to daily life. Today, we have the privilege to enter into a conversation with Robert Ward to talk about connecting to the local church. Robert is one of the pastors of Cross Point Church here in Columbus. He is a Columbus native himself and attended the University of Georgia before coming on staff at Cross Point almost 11 years ago. He is also the husband of Sigourney and father of Quentin and Sarah Joy. To find out more about Robert, you can check out InsideCrosspoint.com and find him on Twitter at R.A. Ward, Roman numeral 4. It's a joy to welcome you to this conversation with one of my good friends. I'm sure you will find this discussion helpful and at times, maybe even amusing. I pray that it will bear fruit in your life as you seek to engage the local church more intentionally. All right, Robert, thanks for uh, being back on the podcast to talk about connecting to the local church, but this time with an emphasis on college freshmen. Yeah, glad to be back. All right, Robert, right now there is a large population of people, and you know, every year right around this time, there's uh, this same group of people uh, for whom these questions are of major importance. And obviously, we're talking about graduating seniors. Obviously. Good job, guys. You did it. There could be no other group. Uh, you know, it's so obvious. There could be no yeah. other. Yeah. But it's the, the one time of year that this large population of people uh, who have come from the church are now faced with a major decision of getting connected into a, another church, most likely. Yeah. Um, you know, for some of them, they'll stay and go to college in their hometowns, but but not everyone. Uh, you and I, we recently read an article entitled, The Most Important Decision You're Probably Not Thinking About. So in that article, Kevin DeYoung, he said this, Of all the decisions you'll face this year, the most important one may be whether you get up and go to church on the very first Sunday when no one is there to make sure that you go to church. Is this really one of the most important decisions our college freshmen will face come August or September? Yes, it is. Uh, it's super important. And, you know, it wasn't too long ago. I like to think that <clears throat> I had to make that decision myself. And I, if I could go back and redo things, I would definitely redo how I went about connecting to a local church during college. Um, uh -huh. you know, the, the irony is when I went to college, I had found cross point in my hometown in Columbus. Right. Um, but I didn't go to college in Columbus. And so when I moved away, I mean, three hours away, the Auburn, um, I was connected. What'd you say? <laughs> oh, gosh. When you moved to Auburn for, I'm out of here. Let's, let's you do go? it live. <laughs> <What's> it? Um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, when I went to, to decidedly college? not Auburn, when I went to the University of Georgia, go dogs, I, um, oh yeah, uh, that's right. That's very what you did. quickly. Uh, I knew that I needed to find a church and I had, uh, some really good friends that were, um, members of a church there already. And so that that's the church that I went to and it was a healthy church. I mean, preach the gospel. This is a good church, but I, I myself mm -hmm. never really committed to that church in any meaningful way. I mean, I, I was there most Sundays, but I was also, um, I came back home a lot. Um, my wife now was my girlfriend at the time. And so I had a mm -hmm. lot of motivation to go back home on a regular basis. I mean, I love my family oh, too. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so I would come back to Columbus and, and in that time I mm -hmm. would go to cross point and, 
Uh, I think that was good for me and allowed me to build relationships at Crosspoint. But that wasn't the primary place that I was, you know, during the week or or even most Sundays. Right. And um, yep. I think that was I, I just think that that didn't I didn't serve myself well by not really committing to a church in college. Not that I necessarily had to join one, let's say, because I, I did want to maintain a good co- connection and commitment to Crosspoint, especially over the summers mm-hmm. when I was going to be in Columbus full time. Um, but I, I think it made it easier for me to sleep in some Sundays or to mm-hmm. uh, just kind of uh, just sort of show up and and you know head out every day, every Sunday, and not really right. uh, connect with anybody except the people that I already knew. Um, so yeah, in answer yep. to your question. Um, I think it is the most important decision that that you're going to face. Honestly, it's the most important decision that anyone's going to face. That's right. Uh, when they reach an age where the responsibility for for their routine and their schedule and those those decisions falls to them. Mm-hmm. And for some people, that happens when you're in high school or middle school, even you know. And then uh, for others, it's it's when you go off to college and you're kind of away from your parents in that way. Uh, away from whoever had up to that point some sort of authority in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So yeah, I mean, finding a church home, finding a community of believers that you are seeing on a regular basis in the context of a Sunday morning gathered for worship—that's um, really important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So for college freshmen. Why is getting plugged in to the local church so important? Obviously, there are a lot of theological arguments we've made already. You've helped us to think through what the Bible is calling us to. But in particular, college freshmen, why is it important for them to get plugged in as soon as they possibly can? Yeah, I mean, you have the chance as a college freshman to reinvent yourself Mm -hmm. um, for better or for worse. And so I've, you know... The temptation is to kind of do what maybe you've always just sort of wanted to do. Right. Uh, which is to just live for yourself, kind of do your own thing, have fun. And and uh, mm-hmm. and Sunday morning is just kind of an afterthought, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people lull themselves into a pattern that eventually leads them away from faith in Christ. Right. Because they they didn't place a high uh, value on uh, gathering with the church, but mm-hmm. instead placed a value on gathering with people who call themselves Christians in some right. form or other, and it doesn't really matter what it looks like. And so, in mm-hmm. college especially, uh, it's it's uh, it's tricky because uh, I think a lot of freshmen, well, just people in general, you know, you. You go, okay, well, you know, I'm not going to church on Sunday mornings necessarily. That's, you know, that's uh, hard for me to kind of commit to or be part of. But I've got this campus ministry or I've got this group of friends mm-hmm. and we gather together in my in my dorm and this is what we do. Or uh, or I'm just sort of uh, checking in with my church back home on occasion and they're live streaming now. And so I see that once in a while. You might think, well, I'm doing the sort of Christian thing, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm, I can say about myself that I... Uh, have Christian friends and we, I guess, talk about the Bible, but, but that long-term is not going to serve you well. And what the Bible calls us to is something much bigger than just gathering with people who mm-hmm. look and think and act like us and call themselves right. Christians. And I'm, I don't say that to say, well, they're probably not Christian. They, they, they might well be, but it's, the point is right. just simply identifying the group that you hang out with as, as 
Christian. Like that's not what scripture is calling us to. There's, there's something more disciplined. Mm-hmm. There's something more, um, uh, committed for better or worse that scripture calls us to. And that's the local church, which is going to have mm-hmm. people who are older. It's going to have people who are younger. It's going to have people who are married. Mm-hmm. It's going to have people who are single. It's going to have people with kids, without kids, whose kids have moved on and gone to college. Uh, it's going to have a whole range of people that the Lord has called us Mm -hmm. to know and to be shaped by and cared for and whom the Lord has called us to care for ourselves, even as freshmen in Mm -hmm. college. So, um, you know, when, when you, uh, when you go to college, you're going to have a lot of decisions to make very quickly that you're probably going to set a lot of precedence for how the rest of your college experience is going to be. Yep. And so the way your first semester goes is probably a good indicator of the way your next semester is going to go and of the way the the rest of your semesters will go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I think it's really important to go ahead and establish good habits and good, just good patterns of living from the jump because it's really not going to get mm-hmm. easier. No, no, no. And in fact, I mean, the more you cultivate kind of that habit, um, the more it becomes a part of, you know, who you are yeah. and what you do. Uh, and for for good or for bad. You know, I also was kind of thinking as I was preparing this question, you know, I think for many, especially those who have grown up in the church, college may be the first time um, that they're really challenged intellectually yeah. um, in terms of worldview. Yes. I'm not saying their math's going to be harder or science will be harder. I'm saying that science and math will be taught from a, from a different perspective in many yeah. cases uh, with, with with certainly a different worldview and different foundational truths that those worldviews stem from. Um, and, you know, I was thinking of Romans chapter yes. 12, obviously, uh, verse 2, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and mm-hmm. perfect. In addition to all of the the wonderful things the Lord is doing to us um, as individuals when we gather corporately, one of those things that he's also doing is renewing our mind. Mm-hmm. He is preparing us um, through the Word of God, through being with other brothers and sisters in Christ that we can have good conversations with. He is preparing us to go into the world yeah. to be able to discern what is good and right. And, uh, you know, I think the world, one of the things that it does very well is uh, appealing to the old man in all of us. Um, and kind of trying to draw out the old man. And and you need to fight that by getting plugged in as quickly as you possibly can. Because the world, they they want your mind. And even the mind of believers, mm-hmm. they, they, will, they will take that too, if you will give it to them. You know, for those who have moved away, they're in a brand new place. There's all kinds of exciting things. Um, you've got all the activities, all the new friends. You don't even sleep for like the first four days. And you're... Waste of time. Yeah, right. You probably should be dead, but for some reason you're still happy and yeah. excited. Everything's yeah. cool. Um, you know, your your cafeteria or whatever has awesome food, mm-hmm. and it's like, no, it's not awesome. But but you just you're in. You're in, right? No, at UGA it was awesome. At UGA it was awesome. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna back away from that. And so how how do they get plugged in? What what steps can they take going to a brand new place? And and so for these folks though, they're leaving a home church. How can they go about first finding yeah. a good church? Yeah. Because that can be daunting in itself. You mentioned that earlier in our conversation. Um, so how can they find a good church and then get plugged mm-hmm. into that church yeah. quickly? Um, you know, when I think about this a lot when we uh, 
being in Columbus, a lot of the members of our church are military uh, through Fort Benning. And so it's, it's, it's a regular thing that um, someone will be sent to another post in, Amer- in the U.S. or around the world even. And, um, and over time, we've just kind of accumulated a list of places where everyone's landed. Uh, and so yeah. I think... One of the things too that we've we've done often is is uh, recommend some of those churches or uh, pointed people to some just reliable, uh, more or less uh, like directories for churches. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple that I always point people to. The Gospel Coalition has one, <clears throat> and it's it's like a church directory. I think is what they call it on their website. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Nine Marks also has one. And I find that where there's like overlap between the two is usually a good place to start. Um, right. Yeah. The Gospel Coalition you know, usually has has more churches listed. Um, a broader. I mean, yeah. none of it's foolproof, but it's a good place to kind of start. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's it's good to um, if you have if you have parents who are believers and um, are members of a of a healthy church. I think asking them you know for help in mm-hmm. in finding a church family uh, can be good. I mean, you shouldn't overlook that um, mm-hmm. that that option. And then also um, talking to uh, your your the pastors um, of of whatever church you're a part of as a high school student uh, and asking them, do you know of any churches in this particular place that um, would be um, Bible believing, gospel preaching? churches and uh and see mm-hmm. what see what they know of um you might be surprised to find a number of churches that you should you know check out first right um all that to say when you when you arrive in that place um and you know while before you even arrive at that place and and this is easier said than done because i didn't pick where i was going to college based on this um don't let finding a church be just sort of incidental in choosing where you go to school if that's something Mm -hmm. that the lord has for you to go off someplace and and study and whatever don't go there without also thinking is this a place where i'm likely to find healthy churches yeah Uh, i think a lot of people they make decisions and this is not just true of college it's true of career of of just of Mm -hmm. moving Uh, we want a new start we're going to move to a different city or whatever yeah people very often they think of finding a church absolutely dead last it's like they don't think about finding a church home until they are there and in Mm -hmm. america you know that it's not always gonna result in anything necessarily you know chaotic or, or terrible you know uh-huh. yeah, yeah you'll probably find a church or two that is going to preach the bible and that you can join and, and it'll be good in the end but i would just caution you and really exhort you um as you're thinking about where you might want to go to mm-hmm. maybe even think first is this a place where i'm going to be able to find fellowship in a local church and if it's not maybe you should reconsider where it is you're going. Uh, again, I didn't choose my college based on that. Um, mm-hmm. But I, you know, I did have an awareness even before going like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to go here. I'm going to visit the, you know, these places and, and right. Yeah. Like it was at least something you just want to think about, you know, before you go, uh-huh. but when you do get there, right. Uh, maybe you haven't thought about it at all. I think some places to, to look would be, um, you know, where are other college students going 
who are going to church regularly mm-hmm. or who are members mm-hmm. of a church. Um, you can meet people in campus ministries, uh, especially talking right, to like yeah. campus ministry leaders, asking them where they go to church or what churches they recommend. Obviously, that can be mm-hmm. a little dicey because not every campus ministry is going to be particularly healthy or even biblical. Right. And so you, yep. you need to be aware of that. Um, but finding a church maybe where you, the people that you know love the Lord, where are they going? And what, Mm -hmm. um, you know, are they there regularly? Not where do they go Mm -hmm. once a month and then, you know, maybe that's where I go. Uh, A lot of people will say that sort of stuff and that they have no meaningful relationship to a church. Um, But where is somebody regularly attending? Where, especially if they're Mm -hmm. a member, like where is this person? Where where are they members? Um, And then go visit. Maybe go with a friend, invite some friends or, or go with friends who are already there and, uh, mm-hmm. and get, get just to know people, get familiar with the church, go a few weeks, you know, learn the rhythms of that church and, and see what opportunities there might be to plug in in a smaller mm-hmm. setting. If Sunday morning may be too big to really get to know people well. Um, right. I found that a lot of just healthy churches in college towns in particular are, are eager to get to know college students, especially, mm-hmm. uh, at the start of a school year. And so avail yourself of that, you know, and, uh, yeah. and kind of find a, a second home, uh, in, in these churches. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, go visit, like I said before, you know, it, it's always helpful to reach out to reach out to a pastor or, or somebody in, mm-hmm. in the church and, and let them know, Hey, I'm coming. Is there anything I need to know? What, what do you guys believe? You know, look over church websites. Um, right. If you can listen to some sermons <clears throat> before you go, you can save yourself a lot of heartache um, to find out, uh, you know, this church is not really preaching faithfully or this church orients all their sermons around like topics rather than letting scripture kind of dictate what, what's happening week to week. Um, those are just different little things like that that you can look for that can help you narrow down if you've got a large list in particular, where, where should I go first? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right, brother. Well, that's uh, that's that's really helpful to think through as you know, students are are moving to a new place and looking to get involved in a church. Um, any parting wisdom that you would want to leave our college freshmen with? Yeah, hmm. you know, I guess a couple things. One, and this gets what I was saying earlier. Don't pick a church as a way of expressing yourself, but mm-hmm. find a church. Uh, where you will be conformed to the image of God yeah, and to the image of Christ. So be transformed by the renewing of your mind, right? Romans 12, that's what you want. Go to a church that's going to preach the Bible, uh, that believes the gospel is life or death, because it is. And Mm -hmm. commit yourself to that church. If you can join, you should join that church. And, And by if you can join, what I mean is like, it's, it's, feasible that you're going to be there most Sundays out of the year. And, right. and these people are going to know you better than your church back home. Mm-hmm. And so you should, you should join that church. You should certainly at minimum be known in that church and, uh, and preferably by like the pastor shouldn't, should know who you are. You should introduce yourself, mm-hmm. like be there and be willing to be shaped by it rather than using the church as a means of just sort of expressing yourself. Because in that mm-hmm. scenario, you're not going to grow. And eventually you're just going to get into a rhythm of just bouncing from place to place when you're out of college, probably when you're in college, you'll just kind of go from one right. church to the next because uh, as you change and as your personality and your life experience changes, you're just going to want places that are going to 
reinforce maybe how you feel on the inside rather than right. letting the word of God shape you. And so mm-hmm. I, I think it's it's important just to plant your flag on the ground, you know, and be there. Mm-hmm. I, I think I had another thought, but I don't really know what it was anymore. F- find your church, commit to it. Um, you know, oh, the, the other thing too, you know, I, it's, it's easy, it's tempting to look at your college life as kind of not a throwaway, but as just one big mulligan. And I can just sort of do whatever and yep. live whatever. And then things will really get serious when I graduate and I have to get a big boy, big girl job. And, you know, then uh-huh. I'll make good decisions and I'll eat right and I'll uh, go to sleep at a good time. And uh, as if those mm-hmm. things are just going to happen and not be completely subverted right, right. by bad habits you form now. Um, but, right. I mean, I think almost without fail, it's like the the like the habits you make as a college student are going to be really hard to break. The habits you make when yeah. you are outside of the authority of somebody else, when somebody else isn't dictating those habits for you. Uh, so whether you're a college mm-hmm. student or not, when you are in a position where you're making these decisions for yourself and there's no mm-hmm. real repercussions for what those decisions look like from anybody but just yourself. Right. Those are going to stick with you for a long time. You know, I think a lot uh, about, I don't know if this is even true, but I've heard it said a lot that the music you listen to in college is basically where you're going to be at for the rest of your life. Like that, though, like you'll always just be <laughs> yeah. listening to basically some variation of <laughs> yeah. that music. Yeah. And, and after That's college, right. everything is just garbage uh, from that point on. Yep. Um, so, mm-hmm. uh, so I think it's true as well for your walk with the Lord if you are um mm. as you as you are forming these decisions and making these decisions and forming these habits in your life um mm-hmm. this is going to be who you are it's going to be hard to shake uh when you're done or when you're ready to right. get quote unquote get serious you know about about your walk with the lord right um so treat it that way yeah. go ahead and adult now uh because yeah, it's absolutely. not it's not going to get easier to do that later um, mm-hmm. as busy as you may think college is, and college does have its busyness, your life is probably not going to get any easier than it is right now. Oh, absolutely. And so that's, that's absolutely um, true. you need to live that way and just go ahead and own it and make decisions mm-hmm. that way. And mm-hmm. it'll serve you well. Yeah. Um, so that that's what I would leave you with. Yeah. Well, you know, um, and just to kind of piggyback off all of that, you know, when Paul writes to Timothy, and this is kind of my, you know, I people have like life verses. I I guess if I had one, it would be this, 2 Timothy 1.6. Paul's writing to Timothy and he says, fan into flame the gift of God. There's no like time frame put upon that. It's not like, hey, uh, you know, when things get serious, it's time to start yeah. fanning into yeah. flame the gift of God. He just exhorts him in this moment, in this season, right now, I'm telling you to be fanning into flame the gift of God. And, you know, kind of what you're saying, college shouldn't be the mulligan time. It should be the time where you're honing your yeah. your game, right? You, you're, you are um, cultivating things that will make you a better husband, better wife, a better parent, even now when you aren't yet those things. Um, you know, the church can do those things for you. All right, brother. Well, this has really been a joy. I, I think that this will certainly be something to, to think about and, and definitely helpful for, uh, you know, our graduating graduating seniors, uh, you know, our, well, really they're college freshmen now, even even now. Yeah. And I and I trust that it will be a real help and encouragement to them. So thank you for your time. Yeah, man, absolutely. Thanks for, thanks for having me. 
If you've enjoyed this episode, you can help others find and be encouraged by this content by leaving a rating and review wherever you're listening.